let me talk to you about how do you really start saving money? How can you really go from broke to no joke? How can you do these things? I think number one thing is if you're, you know, like if you live in a place where you could work, meaning if you could get three, four, five, six jobs and uh, just work and make your effort build up a financial cushion. If you live in a place like that and you don't have money, well, that could be a little bit of a problem. The problem could be you're just spending a ridiculous amount of money <clears throat> on shit you don't need. Okay. So when I went from getting evicted out of a one bedroom apartment and not being able to pay my rent and thinking I needed to be in relationships for money, I needed I needed to be in relationships because I needed money to help pay with the bills. When I used to think about making money, I used to think, first of all, you have to you also have to raise your financial thermostat, right? I used to think like, man, 50,000 is a lot of money. And while it is a lot of money, when you raise your financial thermostat to think bigger about the opportunity of making money, right? What if you raise it to say 75,000 is a lot of money, 100,000 is a lot of money, 250 is a lot of money, 500, 700, 800. And that's how you raise the lid. But you don't just go from, I think 25,000 is a lot to expanding to a thought where you think, oh, um, 10 million is what I'm going to make. That's not how it works, right? So you have to do what can you see next, right? And just move up the ladder, right? Of your believability about how much money you can actually make. The next thing at the level one, level two, when you're trying to grow, listen, you have to figure out exactly what you're spending. This isn't a guess. This is not guessing what you're spending. This is literally going like this. Okay. I go to Dunkin' Donuts. I'm just going to write this down. I buy a $5 coffee times five times a day equals, what's that? Five times five is 25, $25 every single, every single week I'm spending on coffee, let's say, times that by four equals now you're spending a hundred dollars a month on coffee, a hundred bucks. Now let's say that's nothing right? you're like, well, I'm not stopping coffee, but you could literally buy coffee and make it at home every day. And with buying cups, which is I'm practicing what I preach and making you most of your coffees at home. Now I just saved myself a hundred bucks. Let's say this process costs me time, effort, and it costs me approximately $20 a month, right? Or 30 a month, right? And now I just saved $80 a month. Let's say your cell phone bill next is super expensive. So you figure out what you pay for your cell phone bill. Let's say you pay $150 a month for your cell phone bill. Well, $150 a month. There are some plans that will literally give you a new cell phone and let you pay like $50 or $60 a month. So I would eliminate my cell phone bill, even though I was with the best carrier, I was with the best carriers. And then I went to a different carrier that was charging me 50 bucks a month. Right? So now I just saved myself a hundred 
dollars there now i'm at 200 right so you took your cell phone which is 150 and you basically now cut that bill to 50 equals a hundred dollars saved so now in one year i just showed you in these two little examples how you basically saved yourself 200 bucks a month is this discipline of course because it'll be tempting to spend it but 200 bucks a month times 12 months is what $2,400. Now I guarantee you, you have things like this, that if you itemize every time you spend it and you just ask yourself, Hey, is this a fucking stupid spend or does this make sense? And then you take that money and you put it away. Let's say you spend about five to 10,000 on unnecessary things, right? Like that, or things where you could save money. Let's say, um, your car is a V8 and I went and bought a V4. Now on my gasoline prices, I'm going from spending $500 a month. Okay. To $250 a month. So now I just saved by buying a s slower car or a smaller engine car, I just saved myself another 250 on gas. I probably saved more on insurance. I, you know, so there's all kinds of savings like that. Now I'm living frugally at this time, correct? However, if you do this long enough, you're probably talking about 10,000 every year, 20,000 every year or whatever, you know, like at this level, I suppose I could spend even way more money. And for me, that wouldn't be saving 20,000 a month. It would be the equivalent of saving like 50 or a hundred thousand dollars a month. Just depends on where you are already and your spending habits at every income level. You save all that money. 10 G's one year, 20 G's another year, 30 G's another year. Next thing you know, you have 70,000 to put down on a property. Next thing you know, you have 100,000 or 200,000 or 500,000 to put down on a property. And then you go buy properties. And those properties get stabilized, right? So this is, we're talking about a 10 year process overall, but let's say those properties start getting stabilized, meaning you are now um, getting a return on investment. So now that 200,000 that you saved or that hundred thousand that you saved or that 30,000 that you saved is a down payment on a condo, on a single family, on a multifamily, right? On multiple multifamilies that generate income. And then let's say you do the same thing. You don't spend that income. You don't go and buy a bigger house. You just stay patient and just stay in the same place over time. You can build your nest egg so big that you can literally take all your savings, right? You've been saving this whole time. You're not buying bigger cars. You're not buying coffees every day, even though you can, even though you, you can. Now you're starting to get to the point where you're becoming a little bit wealthier, but then you just keep that mindset and that psychology of, of just constantly saving and not spending your money and not buying the next biggest, best thing. And over time, those properties end up generating you $10,000 a month, $20,000 a month, $30,000 a month, 40, 50, 60, a hundred, $200,000 a month. And then you go live the lifestyle that you want. Here's the opposite of that. Every time you make money, you spend it. 
you never pay yourself first, you never put money away, and you don't learn to be disciplined with your spending habits. And then let's say we both live to be 50 years old, except at 50, I could probably retire or I can probably not have the pressure of needing to make money because I have properties that generate income and you don't. And I think that would be a horrible place to be. Now, in the short term, you're going to look like you're making no money. Everybody's going to be like, oh, look at him. He got the not the nicest car. He got the not the nicest house. Man, what the hell? But behind the scenes, you are growing so well and so rapidly that you're then able to deploy your cash to go make you more cash, to secure a lifestyle, to leave a legacy, and not just to always have to work just to make money, right? You want your money working for you. And my goal for you is to understand some of these concepts that it took me to become better at life, better in business, um, better with money. And then if you do end up being able to save so much money and being able to progress forward and being able to really truly get yourself to a point where you're saving a lot and you're spending much less and your bank accounts are building, then I would love for you to call me so we can, my company can help you go and find your investment properties. I think that would be cool, right? I'm building an army of investors and let's build together, right? And I think it's really beautiful when you can come from getting evicted from a house to all of a sudden owning properties, right? getting um having no income or thinking you need somebody to help you pay the bills to not needing anyone and being self-reliant i think that is a beautiful place to be so if you're looking to improve your mental being your financial being and just make your life a thousand times better it takes time right when i was we're talking about a 17 year journey probably from the time i had to start changing who i am mentally and emotionally to the time i had to start increasing my financial thermostat to the time i had to learn how to save and the ups and downs and the failures of that saving right because it's not just going to be an easy road you're basically paving a road but you know i wish it happened sooner but if i didn't do it it wouldn't have happened at all and if you don't start now, it's not going to happen at all for you. So I'm just trying to tell you, like, yes, make money, but make sure you put some away, not for a rainy day. Make sure you put some away to increase your income flow passively. And to do that, you've got to have money. And to do that, you've got to stop spending like crazy and just make sure you put that money away. Good luck. Whoa. Good luck. I hope this helps. Um, my name is Dave. And if you got a little side cash, like 200, 500, 600 G's, let's go buy some properties. If you got a couple mil, let's go buy some properties because I think it'll be a very good place for you to get to a point where you do not have to work for money. And now your money works for you, right? You generate income flow because you were patient and you saved so much and now life is much easier for you and if you didn't inherit this it's pretty cool to build right they say 90 percent of millionaires i saw something like that 89 percent of millionaires 
supposedly built it from scratch, meaning they didn't inherit the millions of dollars. So I know you can do it. Hey, just want to say thanks for listening to this episode. Um, I don't promote this at all. So if you actually enjoy this, please share it. I'm going to work on building this just without promotion at all. Um, I think that at the end of the day, that is much easier said than done. You really have to get serious about saving your money. You really have to get serious about buying investments that will provide cash flow for you in future. And then you can travel the world, go have fun, buy things, leave money to your kids, leave money to your grandkids, leave money to random people. And I think that'll be a beautiful thing. But at the end of the day, I would love for you to live better and not have to work as hard. So just don't let all those years of hard work go to waste. And make sure you save some money for yourself to build something that can perform and grow and provide you the lifestyle that you want.